0: Okay, I'm going to intro the show.
1: <laughs> Go for it.
0: <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to yet another episode of This Spells Disaster. I am your Dungeon Master, Nathan, and tonight we're going to run things a little differently. We are, I'm joined by just one player tonight.
1: Ooh, guess who it is? I'm just kidding. Hi, I'm Kirsten. I use uh, she, they pronouns. I play Shay, who uses they, them pronouns. And usually I do a bit about what dice I'm using, but I forgot to pick out my dice, so I'm going to do that while Nathan intros.
0: Alrighty. Many, many years before the events that have thus far been chronicled in this show, the of Adventures of Vertically Challenged, as they once called themselves. I don't think we've referenced that name once since the first episode.
1: No, um, and I and also like okay. Shay and the Short Stacks better.
0: It, you know, personally, I have no vote in the Say in the matter. Um, <laughs> so this is going to be 74 years prior to the fateful meeting of six ragtag strangers in a random tavern in a Dwarven town. Almost a quarter, three quarters of a century earlier. And we are traveling back in time to a far northern corner of Aurelian, Deep in the Elven Forests. In a small city. Kind of a port trading city. On bo- situated on both sides of a major river. Now, this city, the two halves, are connected by three bridges. One of stone, directly across the, villi- the the river in the middle. The other two, wooden construction with some stone and metal supports that frame the are, that are connected on the outer edges of the city. Um, this is going to be important, and I have a feeling Kirsten can already see where I'm going with this. Yeah. And they don't like it.
1: Nope.
0: So, this this, this city is the city of Kel'nora. Uh, it is an elven major trade city. This is one of the sp- cities in elven territory that really just allows for goods and supplies from the other other regions to be imported into elven lands and then on, on, unloaded and shipped out to all the cities and w- villages and the forests. So Kaelnora is fairly important, and as such, has a decently wealthy family that oversees things. Um, elven wealth and human wealth and dwarven wealth are three completely different things. Um, it's more a matter of ego than actual money. <laughs> I'm not sure elves believe in money. I haven't established this one way or the other yet. Um, and the, the, this family has a daughter. Daughter's probably about 10, 11 years old. Her name is Lewin. And on this slightly cloudy, but overall decently nice spring day in Kalnora, Lewin is out and about being escorted by seven elven guards of Kelnora. Leading this squad of guards is Shay Roselock. Shay is followed by six Elven guards. I'm using the Scout stat block from the Monster 5th ma- edition Monster Manual for this, for our listeners who actually care about what stat blocks I use, <laughs> which I don't know if you do or not. I've never tried telling mentioning what stat block I'm using before. Um... I rarely get the chance to say, like, this is the stat block I'm using because I can't tell everyone what monster stats I'm playing. Um, Especially not tonight.
1: Don't. Don't say that. No. I don't like that.
0: (laughs) For both the audience's sake and for Kirsten, I'm going to list off the names and pronouns of the six elves who are on duty with Shay. In no particular order, a.k.a. the order I got their names from the name generator, we have Iarna, she, her.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Farron, he, him. Rowarin, they, them. Bina, she, her. Adi, she, her. And Alakis, they, them. Slay. And I'm going to go ahead and send this to Kirsten. Thank you. So that they actually can see this and not forget that because I, I will can absolutely forget
1: that. <laughs> uh, while, while you're doing that, I can share with the audience. I did finally pick a, a set of dice. Uh, I'm using a metal set that I got over the holidays. Um, and it's got like scored lines in it that are filled with blue glitter. And it's very pretty. And then additionally, if I have to roll advantage or disadvantage, I'm using the fuck die, um,
2: yeah. which is
1: my D20 that instead of a one just says fuck.
0: See, I got one of those. It's a D6 and I am probably I'm potentially but using see, it. Tonight. I don't but know. yours
1: just says fuck on all sides. Mine just says fuck for a, a now. It one. is applicable
0: in every situation. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Kirsten, I have sent over those names for you. Um, Thank you. Do you understand how I've abbreviated things for identification? Yes. Okay. Cool. So it's a it's a nice partly cloudy, mo- partly cloudy to mostly cloudy day in Kelowna. Uh, what's going on?
1: Um, so what are we, what are we doing as of right now? Are we like, like, obviously we're escorting the, um, the noble girl, but are we escorting her somewhere in particular? Is she just kind of wandering as we uh, guard her? the,
0: the, the Lady Lewin um, is required by her parents to make daily appearances in public. Hmm just walking around, being present in the city. Okay. She is allowed to choose where she goes, as long as she is accompanied by at least six members of the Kailnora Guard. Mm -hmm. On this particular day, Shay has decided that they want to accompany the patrol, and as a squad leader, they have the authority to do that. Okay. These six members of the Guard are loyal to Shay, and more importantly, loyal to Nora, they will listen to their squad leader and their nobility. Alright. Though in cases of nobility's protection, their squad leader's orders come first.
1: Okay. Um, so where is uh, the Lady Lewin going?
0: Right now, you are walking over the stone bridge in the middle of the city. Okay. Uh, it's a fairly busy bridge, there's a lot of other elves busting around There's a couple humans here and there um, Even the occasional dwarf But pretty much everyone is elf or half Or part elf mm-hmm. um, Can I get a History check
1: Okay
0: And I will give this to you with advantage, it's your hometown
1: Yeah, that's fair You you
0: will know these things. It's also about your Nat 20, baby. Nat 20. Okay. Yeah. So this is going to be more about some rumors that are fairly prevalent in your town. Um, There's some suspicion that um, Lewin's father is not a 100% elf. Oh. And every now and then, when you look at Lewin, you think maybe the ear's quite aren't quite as pointy as a normal elf. Maybe they're a little bit more rounded. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which is the most notable point where you see half-elven features displayed. It's typically in the ears and the build, though at this stage, she hasn't quite fleshed out in build, so it's kind of hard to determine whether or not she will take more of a human build or the taller, leaner elven build. Okay. She is, after all, an 11-year-old child who has not... Grown,
1: is is a child. That's yeah. Is a
0: child. There is no telling what this child will look like in say twenty years,
1: the child, or is even
0: seventy four years.
1: Don't stop. <laughs> stop that. Okay. Um, well, I can't. Wow. I can't
0: create tension. And
1: well, now I know what you're going for. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so uh, do you know? I. Kind of, I don't know. Anyway, um, so we're going over the bridge. Is is there? Do we have a destination? If do I know if we have a destination? What are the uh, other Laywind guards has doing? Not, has
0: not deigned to tell anyone her destination for the day. She's just kind of walking, um, and. Telling you before turns which direction you're going. Okay. Or rather, if she decides she's going to turn, she's required to tell you at least 10 feet before the turn so that Shay up front can make the turn.
1: Okay, so Shay is in the front, and then the rest yes, of the guard Shay is, is on side At least I, I think Shay's leading this.
0: Would Shay be leading this? I, I feel like Shay would not be in the back. I feel like Shay's leading lead from the front.
1: I honestly feel like, especially if this is not Shay's normal duties, I feel like they would actually be in the back, um, because... right,
0: then then, then Shay is in the back.
1: I I feel like they would, first off, um, they they like to watch the rear, um, they they find that to be the most... This is, in
0: fact, what Shay has done thus uh far in the main campaign.
1: They find that to be the weakest point, and, um, they want to be, like, the first line of defense in that case. Um, and additionally, especially if this is not their normal post, uh, and this is just their squadron that they are kind of observing for the day, they want to be in a spot where they can like see that and see how they work as a team and, and in their, in their duties. Okay.
0: So before we move on for, for audience referencing all of the Elven guard of Kaelnora wear leather armor. It's fairly ornate leather armor. It's layered. It's almost like plate mail, but if it was made of leather. Um, and elven leatherwork is very fine. It is very flexible and incredibly tough. They also wear deep, gr- rich green cloaks clasped with a brooch. Kirsten, would you go ahead and be so kind as to describe that brooch?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, it's got essentially the... Um seal of that noble family of Kilnora, um, on the, that clasp, um, and essentially it's, uh, a silver-like material, um, that, uh, has been, uh, molded specifically with that seal on it, and they, these are produced identically for every single member of the, um, Nora guard. Um, so that's like their, that's like their their badge. Essentially, is that clasp of their cloak. So that and re- what shape gar- is that clasp? It's a, it's circular. Um, it's a it's it's a about an inch or so, maybe an inch and a half in diameter. Um, so it's rather small and very like inconspicuous, but. People from Kilnora would recognize it. Um, and it's def—it's the... Um, like I said, it's like their badge. It's the insignia of... Like, it shows like this is the Royal Guard, regardless of if they're on duty or off, because that brooch can be removed from the cloak and worn on other pieces of clothing. The cloak is a signal that they are on duty.
2: All right.
0: Um... One other detail that I'm going to add for the audience and for Kirsten's sake here. Um, little Leywin wears a necklace. Mm-hmm. This necklace, the, the necklace itself is metal, very finely worked, probably dwarven in origin. Um, truly only dwarves are known for such precision when it comes to metalworking. But the pendant on this necklace is probably only an inch in diameter. Very, it's a circular ball, almost seed like. But if one we were to look at it very, very closely, it looks more like a whole bunch of incredibly intertwined and overlaid roots. Mm. Um, and sometimes, if one we were to look at it for a moment too long, the roots might even look like they're moving. Aha. Uh-huh. Shea has never seen Lewin without it. Mm-hmm. Um, she wears it every day and you don't know where it came from but to your recollection Lewin has always had it the in- all four of the years that Shay has been a member of the Kilnora Guard.
2: Okay. Um
0: You reach the peak of the bridge, and I say peak, this bridge kind of like gently slopes over Mm -hmm. the water. This isn't like that like caricatured like super arch bridge. It's Mm -hmm. this very gentle, just... Gotcha. Very gentle, shallow curve over the river. Um, You reach the peak of this, and you have a decent view of the city on either side of the river. And up ahead... You notice something. Can I get a perception roll? Yeah. And I'm going to give you advantage on this. Okay. And I'm not going to tell you why.
1: Uh, That's a 12.
0: It's a 12. You see a bit of a hubbub... It doesn't look like anything in particular. It looks more like someone dropped something and startled.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: As if something someone bumped into them or something ran under their feet. You, re- you really can't see what happened. Mm-hmm. You, you catch more of the, the aftermath of it, like a quick shout, and then someone like picking something up.
1: Okay. Um, and that's
0: maybe 40, 50 feet ahead of you.
1: Okay. Does there appear to be any like I don't know why my brain can't think of the word but like oh confrontation or like anything like where where like people are like fighting or dispute anything like that
0: no honestly you hear rumbles of confusion you, you, the voice you see you hear a couple of voices they sound confused mostly like you heard a hey and then after that is just kind of like what are you hanging about? No one bumped you. Okay. Kind of thing. Like everyone's a little bit confused about what happened. I got gotcha. you. You aren't okay. hearing words other than the hay, but you kind of get the okay. sense that it's a little bit confused. People don't really know what's going on.
1: All right. Well, um, Shay is curious, but as long as there's no like actual like confrontation or fight breaking out or anything, they're, they're going to hold their post, but they are kind of keeping an eye on that for now.
0: Your your group continues forward um, heading towards the east side of the river. Mm-hmm. Um, the crowd parts pretty easily. Um, Roarwin and Addy are leading your little squad um, okay. with Lewin right behind them. Farron and Bina are on either side of Leywin. Uh, Iarna and Alakis are in the rear.
1: Okay. I don't
0: think I said any names twice there. I think I, I, think I did okay.
1: I think you did, yeah.
0: Um, so you're kind of like in a hexagon, and then Shay's like in the back, making this a hexagon with a point on it. Okay. Here I'm gonna I'm gonna draw this. I'm currently drawing simply, it. Simply, <laughs> so you can kind of get a visual for it. I don't know how well you can see this, Kirsten. There's my little diagram. The arrow is pointing which direction you're going.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shays that's the, exactly how. the dot I'm drawing down it. here. That's okay, exactly yep, how I'm that, drawing it.
0: That's how I am in, in envisioning this. The,
1: okay, cool. I'm. I'm. You're
0: in a cluster that should anything happen, you can form up really quickly and protect Lightwind. Um, and as you you get down, you you pass the where the commotion was, and everything looks normal. There's literally nothing to be excited about. Um, just Aww. an apple that got stepped on.
1: It looks like a heart.
0: <laughs> it actually kind of does. I didn't even think about that. Um, I'm
1: sorry. the The diagram for the listeners, the diagram I drew of the layout, kind of looks like a heart. Anyway.
0: You, you, there's just like an apple, kind of step got stepped on, smashed into the ground. Um, can I get a perception check on yeah. that?
1: Fifteen. Regular.
2: Fifteen. Oh wait,
1: regular. Hold on, I I rolled double. Let me roll just straight. Fifteen. That was okay. kind of impressive. Um,
0: out of the corner of your eye as you walk past, it almost looks like there's a heat like. A, the heel print in that apple doesn't look like there was a boot on that heel. It looks like it was a barefoot heel. Huh. Which would be really weird for a bustling port city in which things are constantly being moved around, and things get dropped, and, you know, stone heats up during the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's spring. You're in a pretty temperate climate, but, you know, stone still gets pretty warm, especially if there's a lot of people around. You're gonna get people stepping on your foot. That's a little weird. Yeah. Um... But again, there's no evidence of any struggle. There's no, there's no, there was no violence. There's no real commotion anymore. It died down pretty quick.
2: Okay. Um,
0: are you going to continue, or are you going to stop and investigate?
1: Um. So. Playing as in character as possible, and I know that saying it's what my character would do is so annoying, but. Uh Shay genuinely I was gonna say Shay genuinely would not see a reason to stop at this point. Um they're kind like kind of gonna like be like they're always vigilant when they're on on duty, but like this is kind of something that they're that's like piqued their attention a little bit. Um but it's not enough for them to like stop. So they're gonna continue on, but this is like something that it's definitely going to stick out in their mind, so if they notice anything along these lines going forward, it's it's going to stick out. If that makes sense. Very understandable.
0: Yep, that makes perfect sense. That's exactly what I thought you were going to do. Yeah. Uh, you reach the foot of the bridge, and little Lewin says, left. And your entire group turns left and takes the first <laughs> left. And now you're walking down the length of the river, um, and if you were going east and you turn left, you're now walking north. Okay. Um, I can do cardinal directions in my head, folks. Sometimes not Proud easily. Of you. I usually have to visualize it. Visualize it somehow. Proud of you. Um. And interestingly enough, um. Shay, you're coming up on the district where your parents live. Okay. So the Roselock family has um, a little house, kind of right on the road, overlooking the river. The Roselock family is not wealthy by any imag- any mm-hmm. st- any stretch, um, but they have enough pull. And they've been, the family has been there in this town long enough to have gotten some, a pretty decent spot in the city to have a house. You've got a decent view, and there's plenty of shopping available nearby for all of your um, domestic needs.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Whatever those may be. Yeah. Food, clothing, trinkets. Um, as you walk past the house, There's motion in the front window. Okay. Do you turn to look or do you just keep on walking?
1: Um, They pro- probably look. Um, not like stopping, but definitely glancing.
0: There's a cat sitting in the window. It's a black cat. Piercing green eyes. Possibly a little on the chunky side. It's a very well-fed cat.
1: Are you just describing Cleo? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> uh, for the audience, Leo is my cat. <laughs> anyway,
0: and in the way that only cats do, the cat slow blinks at you and turns and jumps down into the house.
1: I, a question? Um, yes. So, I from from my backstory, at least. Correct me if you want to change this. Um, Shay, like, I still live with my parents. Shay still lives with their family.
0: I would imagine that at this point, Shay probably lives in a barracks with the other guard. Mm-hmm. But is because of their status, is given like, leave leave yeah. frequently enough to go visit. It's a small town. You get a day or two off a week.
1: Yeah, you
0: it's like a back and, and forth. But like easily. when
1: they when they're not like actually living with the guard they're they're li- oh, they yeah. don't have like their own place is what I mean
0: I I don't think so so like I mean, they still she's 18 she's yeah. 18
1: they the, they still she's Shay, a progeny
0: they're with the guard but they're not moved out yet yeah
1: they still consider this place to be their home um uh, here's my question do, do do my parents have a cat
0: I don't know what do you, do you do you think they do?
1: I don't, not that I recall.
0: <laughs> yes, the, the Roselock family does have a cat. Oh, okay.
1: Um, is that the cat that we have?
0: Yes. Okay,
1: just double check That checking. is in fact
0: the Roselock family's cat.
1: I just wanted um, to make sure that I wasn't just watching some random cat <laughs> jump into the house anyway.
0: And and Shay's pretty sure that if the cat's in the front room that probably means everything's normal. The cat likes to spend time in the front room about this okay. time of day.
1: Fair enough. What's the cat's name? I need to know.
0: That's up to you. Oh, I get I to name the cat. Cat. I don't need to name the cat. There I get to name
1: cat. the cat. Oh, I'm gonna name the cat. Okay. Uh, I'll 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 let you know what the cat's name is when I figure it out. <laughs>
0: Well, this is going to be fun.
1: Also, uh, Shay's little sister absolutely named the cat. Oh yes. No oh, yes. No shot. Like absolutely.
0: Yes. Um. You keep on going. Um. And you're you're passing through you, the. Pretty near the Roselock family house uh, turns into a small little street market along the shore. Um, there's there's vendors out there selling their wares. It's kind of like an art fair, like a street art fair kind of thing.
2: Okay.
0: Um, so there's tents and there's people selling their their crafts and these things that they've, the, these projects that they've spent hours and per, sometimes even years working on, um, perfecting these skills that are truly just for their enjoyment. They are they are selling these wares because they have gotten joy from making them, and they hope that they can give joy to others um, with the skill of their hands as such. Um, elves don't really, like... Money is not huge in their economy. Um, I don't really know how it works. It's just not very money-based. They have... The elven people have money, they use it to trade with other nations. Yeah. But it's not like um it's not the motivation. The elves are not capitalist. (laughs) Slay. Dwarves? Dwarves are capitalist. Dwarves
1: are extremely capitalist. Dwarves
0: are extremely capitalist. Elves are not. Um
1: I think that's the title of this episode. (laughs) Dwarves are capitalist. Elves are not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um. So, the the typical like trade for wares is more is less so monetary. Though there is typically some expectation of like a little bit of money to help replace the um raw material that went into some of these things. Because some of these materials have to be imported in from other regions. Yeah. Um, and that costs money. Um, so, like, there is a motivation for money, but it's not like the, oh, my God, I have to have money to buy all the things.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. And,
0: like, gotta be richer than everyone else. Like, the the noble family is really only wealthier than everyone else because they're just, that's just the family that had the thought to start to establish trade with the rest of the world. yeah. From this from this point on the river, like they've just been here longer. They founded the town. That's really the only reason their nobility.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and they have money, but most of it is in the form of things that they have been gifted by people they have traded with. Yeah, and their house is the oldest, and therefore it has just been expanded the most.
1: It's the Winchester Mansion. Without the staircases leading to nowhere,
0: <laughs> I'm I'm going to assume you know what that means.
1: Do you not know what the Winchester Mansion is?
0: Um, I'm guessing it's a supernatural reference.
1: It's not. No, oh. it's a real place. Okay, I I I won't derail this right now, but I'm gonna put it. Remind I'm gonna put a reminder in here. Remind me to tell you about the Winchins oh, Chester no. Mansion.
0: I've got I've got concerns. Um, it's
1: it's a real place and it's really funny. It's a really funny story. Uh old lady was scared of ghosts, so built a really weird house. That's the gist.
0: Okay. Um Strangely relevant, but okay. Um so Lewin Lewin's gaze is caught by a stand with some ornate mirrors. Okay. Um, and these are these are mirrors less in the, like, they have a massive reflective surface, and more like the frame of this mirror is incredibly ornate, and what fancy patterns can we have with, like, wood carvings across the face of the mirror that separate the mirror into, like, separate, like, pieces?
2: Ah, uh, okay.
0: Um, not a mirror for, like looking at yourself, but a mirror simply to have is a piece of art. Okay. Um, a mirror that would be hung in a place where it perhaps reflects the sky or the river. And you essentially get this living painting in your house with this incredibly ornate frame. Okay. Um, and Lewin stops and she's looking in the mirror and she starts to adjust the the braid that her very Very red hair is in. Um, She starts to adjust it a little bit. Um, What does Shay do?
1: Um, Shay uh, sort of uh, approaches Lewin and, um, as is customary, does not, um, like, actually kind of look like... This sounds really weird. She doesn't really make, or they, they, they don't really make eye contact with her um, until given permission, because that's kind of like, it's 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 a thing because it's like the guard isn't supposed to like take their attention away unless given permission. So they're still supposed to be vigilant until they're told not to be. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, essentially, they just kind of like, uh, take a step up, and they have they're still in their like soldier ish stance, you know, um. And uh, they're standing at attention and kind of still facing forward, like, in front of Lewin, but addressing her and just kind of asking, uh, would you like some help with that, my lady?
0: It's okay. I've got it. Very well. I just wanted to look. Uh,
2: And, and, and,
0: And to be fair, it's a very ornate mirror, the one she's looking at. It's got this very it's this it's very it's the frame is one piece of wood like there are no visible seams or joints in this it's, it's this incredibly light colored piece of wood um with these deep intricate like darker veins of like a very reddish mahogany kind of color mm-hmm. it's not mahogany I'm just using this it's like a color color yeah. description like these veins poke seeping through it um and the grand amount of like surface area of mirror is probably less than a square foot of mirror. Across mm-hmm. this entire thing, it's this incredibly ornate frame. It has these, it has this massive like root shaped pattern weaving across the front, okay. separating it into two two larger chunks of mirror that are vaguely triangular with like a little bit of rounded edge on the top one. Hmm. Um, it, it's a very beautiful mirror. Um, in, in this moment, the child just happened to stop and look at it, and then realized, oh, my braid's coming a little undone. Let me fix that really quick.
1: Yeah. Uh. So. Truly uh, the
0: attention span of a
1: yeah, 11-year-old. Yeah, yeah, 11 of year a, old. yeah. Um, I, I would like to point out that, um, especially for the audience, uh, Leowen is about the same age, just a little bit younger than Shay's little sister. Um, and Shay's little sister also has um very bright red hair that they often Oh I forgot
0: I genuinely forgot about that.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's I
0: genuinely forgot yeah. about that. So
1: Shay's little sister also has bright red hair that they often like um help tie up for her. So uh Shay was referring to asking if um Lewin would like help with her hair, but is not going to correct anything like that and essentially just says, Very well my lady and steps back into their spot
0: what is Shay's passive perception
1: uh, is that just my wisdom score
2: yeah
1: um, shit hold on wisdom score not modifier I know I, I, I never use passive perception sorry
0: yeah, your wisdom score, I think.
1: Fourteen.
0: And do you have proficiency in perception? I do. Then you can go ahead and you add proficiency to it.
1: So then sixteen.
0: You aren't really looking in the mirror. Is um, again, you're trying. You're not making eye contact with Lei Wen, Um But you're looking, like, in the direction of it. Mm-hmm. And, and you can see your own reflection, right? Like, you, you can see yourself standing kind of next to and behind Lei Um And for a moment, you think you almost see another figure standing behind you. Uh-huh. Like, it's there, you blink, and it's not there anymore.
1: Okay. Um, Shay- and
0: you, you don't really get features off of it. It's just you see it, you're not entirely sure you see it.
1: Yeah. Um, They absolutely, like, turn around very quickly, but, like, in a still, like, professional way, if that makes sense. Like, they're not, like, startled by it, but they definitely, like, kind of ready um, their hand on their uh, sword and kind of, like, turn, because obviously that's something that would seem somewhat intimidating um they just want they're kind of like readying themselves in case somebody is going to like potentially attack uh the um the child so um
0: there's nothing there yeah just just the other members of your guard
1: and and
0: um Roar and Snickers Getting jumpy kid. Yarna okay. kinda Yarna kinda drives an elbow into their side. Cut the kid a break. Imagine if you had that authority at eighteen. It is worth noting that all six members of the guard are notably older than Shay.
1: Yeah, that checks out.
0: Like, the youngest of them is probably 27.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and elves don't consider you to be an adult until you're in your, like, 40s, 50s. Yeah. You gotta... These these are still... They're older ch- children, but they're still children in the eyes of elves.
1: Yeah, like, they're, like, adolescents. More and like... And
0: Shay, well... Shay's a toddler Shay in comparison. Is a baby...
1: Um. Shay So just for some context Shay is rather Insecure about Their age when it comes to The responsibility that they have not in the sense That they don't think they're capable but in the sense that They recognize that Other people view them as Less capable because of their age Mm -hmm. Um So they have Um Kind of learned to shake that off in a way that doesn't feed into it. So as, um, like, Rowarin's snickering and Yarna's like pestering them about it or whatever. Um,
0: Yarna Yarna's genuinely trying to yes. just get Rowan off your back. In fact, Yarna and Shay started basic at the same time. Oh, okay. So you've known Iarna for a while, and while, yes, at first she was kind of jealous of this 14-year-old kid who was doing just as well as she was, you two bonded pretty quickly. Okay. Both of you eldest siblings, and going through the same stuff. Okay. Um. So, like, you, you know each other pretty well, you know she's got your back. Okay. And you've uh, done several patrols with her over the years. This is not new.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: you know all of these elves. You've worked with them extensively. Mm-hmm.
1: The um, essentially, like as this as this is going down, um, and like hopefully, Yarna understands at this point. Because Shay is definitely not trying to like snap at her, but is trying to kind of like regain control in a way that doesn't feed into the accusations of being like a jumpy child, you know. Um, yeah. And essentially, they they kind of steal themselves, um, take their hand off of the the hilt of their sword, um, and like return to um, attention. And essentially just kind of look at the group, address the group as a whole, not directly at Reward, and just say, enough, let's keep going. Okay. Um,
0: Lewin, kind of sensing the tension for a moment, um, shifts back to the middle of the group. And you guys continue walking north down the length of the r- down the river uh, towards the North Bridge, uh, which is quite simply called North Bridge, because it's a very e- the bridges are literally north, south and middle. Mm-hmm. It's a very simple way of denoting them. And everyone knows exactly what you're talking about, even out of towners. Yeah, fair enough. Especially with a- with a city that is. Three prominent bridges. It's very important to know which bridge one is talking about when one says, "We need to meet on the bridge, near the bridge, whatever."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: North Bridge, South Bridge, Middle Bridge. Also, those would work as town names? I'm now thinking.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But
0: you know what? <laughs> Too late. They're being used here. Okay, they might. The, there might also be other towns called the same thing. Who those that are, all, just happened to have bridges. Those who are knows? the
1: neighborhoods, like like New York. You know? Yeah. It's like you. I. is
0: really not like. Big enough to have more than like two or three like main neighborhoods. Yeah, but there
1: you go. You've got three main a, neighborhoods. This is a city
0: that's probably like two to three miles in diameter. Yeah.
1: I feel it's like, though, I feel big. like that's what they would call their neighborhoods, though. It'd be like, yeah, I know, I live up in Northbridge.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can right. that, makes a lot of by sense. By the Northbridge.
1: Because I feel like that's, yeah. I don't know, elves are very logical like that. I feel like they'd just be like, yeah.
0: And then you have the obvious east and west river. Yeah. Right. Is that that's the obvious distinction? Like you have a river down the middle of your town. Of course, you're going to have the east East Bank and the West Bank.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I live on the that's West. That's just dri- how that works. I live the, I live on the West Bank of North Bridge. Like how how <laughs> freaking more obvious do you get? Like.
2: <laughs>
0: Shay's family is very much East Bank Middle Bridge. Yeah. Um. That's just the old, the, the middle bridge portions are the oldest parts of town. Just yeah, because the, it kind the, of expands outwards. The, the town outwards. expanded around from that bridge, out mm-hmm. from that bridge. Um, north Bridge is actually the newest part of town. The town expanded south first and then realized that the forest got too dense for them to really go south any further. So they had to start going north. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and actually things are continuing to expand a little bit past North Bridge. Not too far, but you know, th- to the point where, like, in the next fifty years, it's probably going to be a third bridge. At which point, there's going to be a lot of renaming,
1: right? Because then you have two middle bridges.
0: Yes. At which point, one would become stone bridges, probably. Oh yeah. Um, but enough about that.
1: That was a fun little Uh, detour. I like little lore stuff like that. That was fun. Speaking of (laughs) little lore stuff, I like random world building. Speaking of random lore stuff, I told Nathan this in DMs. Uh, I have decided the cat's name is Fang, but it's spelled P H A I N G because that is an elf name, Um, and I feel like elves would give an elf name to a cat.
0: Ironically, this cat no longer has any fangs. Yeah. This cat is old, though. When it was named, it did in fact still have fangs.
1: Yeah. And that's that's why Shay's sister named it the way that she did, because <laughs> she was not the very irony creative. Is now that
0: Fang has no fangs, yeah, and I think that's. Sorry, you gave me a name, and now you give me the pronunciation. I'm like, ha, but what if what if the cat didn't have teeth? Right. <laughs> um.
1: To be fair, their sister was Kaelora like, and Elvin.
0: Elvin culture has veterinarians and veterinary dentists. So this is not a concern. The cat's t- the cat is perfectly healthy. It has just lost its teeth. These things happen.
1: Brought to you by. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Sponsored moment.
2: That's
1: um,
0: funny. You just walking? You looking around? What's what's going on? I, um, I don't want to railroad this too much. Like no, I know I we're working say. on like established lore here. Yeah, but um, I don't want to railroad too much. You, we're, you still have some we're autonomy. We're heading,
1: story. we're heading to Northbridge, right? Yes, you are. We're just heading that direction. Um, at
0: this point, that would make the most sense because yeah. um, Lewin's family is on West Bank. Okay. So are they on, to get back, you would have yeah. to cross a bridge.
1: So West West Bank Middle Bridge is about where they're at? Yeah. I really appreciate how we're naming these because now I have a much better understanding of where things are located. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I um, love this.
0: I love. I love how it's going to be relevant for this. So this little episode.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And like, it's an era- irre- Now it's an irreversible, un- irreplaceable part of Shay's canon lore.
1: Yeah, they grew up. No one else is
0: going to understand. They grew up on grew East up Bank Galera. Middlebridge,
1: <laughs> and. <I> <laughs> <laughs> And it's, somehow that
0: explains everything right there.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah. Um
0: All that quiet trauma.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Middle Bridge's fault. It um, is the
0: Middle Bridge's fault. It's not the Middle Bridge's fault. It's the, not Middle Bridge the Middle has nothing Bridges to do with this. No.
1: Um <laughs> Yeah. So um Essentially Shay's still just following um. They, despite, like, pretending to have shaken it off, uh, they are still a little extra alert because of the thing that they saw in the mirror. Um, Yeah. But they um, are essentially just continuing on, um, following behind their squadron. Um, They um, are kind of trying to, like, examine how each of the members of their squad um, goes about duty um, because um, I'm under the impression because Shay's 18 so this is about when they Mm -hmm. became a squad leader so my guess is they're still pretty new to this I think probably Mm -hmm. Um, they were likely very recently assigned to this squad so they're still trying Mm -hmm. to get to know like, like obviously they know Yarna. They know these people from like a peer perspective, but they want to like kind of examine them as it like individual, like not soldiers because they're really not soldiers. But you know what I mean, like
0: they're not soldiers. the The entire guard of Kelnora is volunteers.
1: Yeah, individual guards. That's my bad. That's what I was. That's what I was trying to think of the word. So like they want to like. They want to, like, examine each of them as individual guards and kind of like get to know their strengths and weaknesses and things like that, so that they can use that moving forward to like work better, like as a leader, and hopefully like work, like have them all work better as a team. Mm-hmm. So I guess what Shay is doing this this at this point is just kind of like examining each of the guards as they continue walking. Um.
0: So in your experience, um, the two most tightly strung members of your squad, the ones who are the most by the book, we're gonna do it this way, chain of command is important, are Iarna and Farron. Okay. Um. These are also the two oldest members of the group.
2: Okay.
0: Iarna is like 53. Mm hmm. Only recently considered an adult in elven terms. Yeah. And she's been with the guard the same four years that Shay has.
1: Mm
0: mm-hmm. hmm. Um, Farron is actually 60. Oh, wow. Okay, he he's taken breaks off and on from being in the guard over the years, but overall he does it because he enjoys it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He enjoys having a job that requires him to be out and about and interacting with people. Mm-hmm. Um, he he takes pride in being part of keeping Kalnora safe because as a major trade port city, you do have attacks. Yeah. You have bandits that are trying to upset trade or get that, you know, that metal they need for some whatever project they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, these things happen. There's not a lot of crime within Kalnora. Like, the, the yeah. guard is not a police force. They're not no. out there policing. Their job is simply to just protect. as um, I this recall... This is a major Cor- part of trade. Yeah. And if something falls... And if Kalnora falls... But then that opens the door to the entire rest of the Elven Kingdom falling.
1: Yeah. Um, another another And thing the should...
0: elves. And I'm actually going to make you roll a history check on this, real okay.
1: quick. Okay. I was going to say, if I recall correctly, as well, um, the look the area they're located in is also um, like dangerous creature wise, which is another purpose for the guard. Yes. But I wanted to, because that's why um, Shay's favorite enemy is monstrosities. So that's kind of why for that. If, I'm, am I rolling a history check with advantage disadvantage? Yes,
0: because again, this is your, this is your hometown okay. and your home culture.
1: Um. Well, that's a ten. So <laughs> I didn't Oof. roll very well. Um. Shay didn't pay attention to history class. It's fine.
0: <sighs> the thing is, like, the the d twenty roll is like. On a scale of worst to best possible outcome for this particular situation, given the context. Yeah. And so you get an average recollection of your personal culture's history. Yeah. Which you're still going to know pretty well. So, like, you don't know the intricacies of it, but you know that the Elven Kingdom is immensely influential in the overall politics of Aurelian. hmm Like, the Elf Queen... Is a major political player. Yeah. The resources that come from the elves, the wood that they are able to cultivate and ship out the agricultural productivity that the elves have, is so immensely important to the rest of the world.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and, like, elves don't have a lot of farmland, but they have trees, Yep. That they know how to grow and they know how to take care of. the. When the elves are logging, they're not logging and destroying. They are logging and they are replanting and they are cultivating that forest and helping this forest to continue to prosper by logging. They mm-hmm. have found a way to make, the, make it so that their logging process is actually beneficial to the forest. And the forest is becoming healthier and stronger with every generation of trees that is harvested. Yeah. They treat
1: it more like a crop than they do like a yes, like a mine. It it,
0: it, it yes, the, because the elves are not out here to make profit off of this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now the elves have not always been so generous with the rest of the world. The elves have long been outcasts by the rest of the world. So this is this is a relatively new, and by relatively new, I mean like in the past three elven rulers. Which for the elves, you're looking at like two, three thousand years. Yeah. Well, more like in the 2,000-year range. Um, so, like, it's been a while for the rest of the world. The rest of the world's very used to the elves. But the elves themselves are kind of, like, not 100% there with the rest of the world yet. Yeah. And they don't quite understand the dwarves. Because the dwarves are, like, the complete opposite in terms of culture.
1: Dwarves are capitalist. Elves Where are the dwarves.
0: elves are gentle curves and naturally growing things the dwarves are sharp angles um artificial metalworking and mining
1: capitalism
0: <laughs> yes and hu- humans ultimately lie somewhere in the middle okay um which because this is a fantasy world and fantasy world maps all follow the same general rules means humans have like the most diverse environments that they live in because humans kind of do everything. Yeah. This, this all comes back into play later. Okay. Um, this is, this is the, I get a chance to build, throw a little bit of the cultural world building that I've done into this that hasn't really come into play yet anywhere else. Um, We got started on this because you were trying to figure out the rest of your team. hmm. Um. Roarin is actually the next youngest from Shay.
1: Okay. Ah. Oh, Roarin's. That's, that's why they've got a tiny dog complex. Anyway. <laughs>
0: Roarin's probably like 23, 24. They've got a bit of an ego.
1: That's like. I'm sorry. But they've but also th-
0: been in the guard for a while. They're a little jealous that Shay rose through the ranks as quickly as they did.
1: That's like that's like when you're if you're like in middle school and you have like a 12 year old look at an 11 year old and be like you're a fucking baby.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Um, Bina, Adi, and Alacus—they're they do their jobs. They show up, they take pride in their work, but it's it doesn't seem to be their purpose in life. It seems to be something that, especially in Bina's case, it seems to be something that she does when she's hit a rut with her creative. Bina's an artist. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Bina's an artist, and it seems that she takes up guard duty when she's hit a rut in her creative work. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And she needs a break from creative thinking and a little bit of just rigid structure for a while. Okay. Um... I say rigid, this is the most rigid structure you can really get as an elf in this, this sub-region. Um, you can pretty much do whatever you want. Bina uses guard duty as a way to get through creative block. Yeah. You've got a good team. You know that in a pinch, all of them are going to do their jobs. Mm-hmm. You also know that this squad was hand-picked by Lewin's mother.
1: Okay. Um, so they've all
0: proven themselves enough to be trusted with protecting the heir to this town.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Lewin is an only child, for context. Okay. Um, elves don't care about gender or, you know, oh the bloodline must be preserved. They're just like, okay, are you the eldest child? Cool. They can be adopted and still be considered the eldest child.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just, are you legally the first child? This these. To th- this person, had okay, cool. You're the heir.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
0: That's about all. It go- that's all about all that happens with that. Um, they're just like, okay.
1: There's a good. lot of gender fuckery going on.
0: Don't burn the town down.
1: There's a lot of gender fuckery <laughs> going on in the elven uh, world.
0: Absolutely, there is. I, I I did once work out a lot of mechanics for it, and it's ultimately not relevant.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's fun.
0: <laughs> it is.
1: Anyway. Um,
0: But we've also spent, like, the last 20 minutes on lore.
1: Lore is so fun, though. It is. I'm
0: really enjoying this. Okay. I I do want to get back to story because We do have a story here.
1: Let's Um, go. Let's get
0: into it. You've kind of entered uh, East Bank North Bridge now. Okay. Um, The North Bridge is now closest to you rather than Middle Bridge, which is the only distinction. Exactly. There's no, like, line. It's just, which bridge are you closest to? Mm Mm-hmm. If you had to get to a bridge to get the other side of the river, which bridge are you going to? That's what reg- That's what uh, district you're in. <laughs> mm-hmm. It it it's that simple. Um, things are kind of kind of busy, really busy in Northbridge. Not like abnormally busy, but like Northbridge is pr- is busier than Middlebridge these days.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's that's not abnormal. Um, it does mean the crowds parting a little less easily though, because there's more of a crowd.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: it's just people going about their going about their lives doing things you know maybe maybe they're bringing some flour to market or just you know walking the dog a- any normal pe- normal things that people do mm-hmm. um I like to think of it as el- for elves it's perpetually a Saturday yeah so like you have the amount of structure you have on a Saturday um which is, you know, you've got things to do, but, like, it's also not your work day, You've got time to do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Kind of thing, you know? If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, hi, everyone. Editing Nathan here. Just popping in to give you about, all a bit of a heads up that at this point in the session, things get a little interesting. Um, it takes a shift more towards the horror end of D&D. And... For the purpose of transparency and making sure that everyone is comfortable with listening to our show, I just want to give you all a heads up that there is going to be some very gory, violent descriptions, graphic descriptions of death and violence in the next. Well, for the remain, truthfully, the remainder of this session. Um, if that's something you're not okay with listening to, I do recommend you tune out of the episode now, and we'll give you. A, you'll find out what happened in the next episode. Arr. Otherwise, feel free to listen or through. Just, you know, be aware that things are going to be a little interesting for the rest of this session. Alrighty, back to the show. And then, from the West Bank, Northbridge, West Bank. You can see this pretty quickly. You're still walking, like, along the river. Mm-hmm. There's... You hear it before you see it. And then you hear it, and then you feel it. And then you see it. So first, you hear what really can only be described as a boom. Okay. And then... Maybe like a second, two seconds later, a shockwave hits you. And then you see... The cloud of smoke rising from West Bank North Bridge. Okay, and then the screams start. Your squad reacts immediately and tightens their formation around Leywin. Leywin is now all your, the other six guards are shoulder to shoulder in a circle or in their their tighter hexagon. Around Lei
1: mm-hmm.
0: Leywin has drawn a dagger.
1: Who okay. gave the child a dagger? Don't, don't look. Where,
0: at- where does Shay's mind go in this moment?
1: Um, Shay kind of like immediately snaps into action. Like in stressful situations like this, they're the type of person for where their like training kicks in first, and then like the, like, actual what-the-fuckery of it kind of hits them later, so um, immediately they turn to their squad. And um, they look specifically at Yarna because um, they trust her the most, and they also know that um, she will listen to them without hesitation because mm-hmm. um, certain guards like um, Rewarin might kind of want to like disagree and stay and like get in the action or whatever but essentially they look at Yarna and they say get her out of here all of you and then um once once they have addressed the all six of them um they um like kind of point out of the city because um, while the forest around the city may not be the safest place at all um, at all times, it is where you're going to get away from the most commotion. And especially when you have a small child and um, what appears to be a bomb just went off. Um, God knows what else is going to happen in this city. Um, there's also like falling debris that could happen in the city that is going to be more dangerous than like taking her out of the city like she could get trampled things like that so the the most Mm -hmm. important thing is for them to get her out of the city um Mm -hmm. until it's safe um essentially shay is like get her out i will come find you when the coast is clear and they kind of just finish
0: that you finish that sentence you point and then Farron stiffens And his head kind of tips back. it doesn't look like he's tipping his head back voluntarily. It looks like something is pulling his head back. Like there's a hand on top of his head pulling his head back. Oh. And then his throat slits. Blood sprays. And Farron falls dead. He just crumples to the ground. and he's not the only one. You're watching c- the same thing happening to civilians all around you. And not anywhere do you see what's causing it.
1: Oh shit.
0: It's as if something took an in- something invisible took an invisible knife or claw right to their throats.
1: Um since and my these
0: people are not wearing armor, these are just people going with
1: yeah. their lives
0: in a very peaceful town.
1: Since my favorite enemy is monstrosities, could I do um, a, a wisdom check to see if I if if there's anything I can think of that might be like causing this?
0: Okay, here's what I want you to do. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I want you to roll history.
1: Okay. Do you have proficiency in history? I don't, but I um, get advantage uh, if it's my favorite enemy.
0: Give me history with advantage. Okay.
2: 15
1: there's this quiet
0: myth that's been passed down generation, to generation kind generation of, kind of like this old wives tale kind of thing mm-hmm. that you know some children have imaginary friends that their parents can't see sometimes those invisible friends aren't imaginary okay and there's this there's these things that Every once in a while, you know, people see these things in mirrors that when they turn around and look just aren't there. Okay. It's why there's always this vague, unsettling moment when you look in a mirror. Where the first thing your eyes go to isn't your own reflection. But the area to either side of you. It's not even a conscious fear, it's just present. Okay. Okay. And perhaps maybe those fears aren't so unfounded. Um There's nothing confirmed. You you've never heard any, any accounts of anyone actually encountering something like this. But there's there's rumor, there's myth, there's folklore.
1: Yes. Okay. Um
0: There's stories about, you know, people going missing in the night.
1: Okay. Um, so Farron is the only one who's dead right now, right? In terms Farin of. Farron like, is the only
0: guard, guard who's dead yeah, right now. Yeah, in, in terms of my But guards. when you look around, people are dropping like flies.
1: Okay. Um, essentially, uh, the. Like, Farron's death, followed by the realization that people are dropping like flies, kind of just. And they're on
0: this side of the bank.
1: Kind of just shoves more urgency into Shay's voice as they look back at Yarna and just kind of continue pointing like they they were in so much shock their arm has not dropped like they are still pointing out of the city as this just So they're happened. exactly like
0: you were when I described what happened to Farron. Yes, you exactly. Just froze. You froze. And you just deadpan stared at the camera.
1: Exactly. They are doing exactly that. Like their, their arm was extended pointing out of the city. And then Farron dropped dead and they kind of looked around to notice everything else. Their arm is still extended. And they just look back at Yarna and go and, and literally just tell them, now, right now, Get her out of here. Um and, Iarna like,
0: grabs win and in what looks like a very practice move swings her onto her back. Very like Polar Express moment, <laughs> like the whole sledding down the train uh-huh.
1: moment.
0: And and she and Yarna's got the kid piggybacked. The kid is holding on for dear life. Okay. Um she, the kid's dropped her dagger. In this, she she drops her dagger when she dropped her dagger when Farron collapsed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's blood on this kid. Yeah. The kid's got blood splattered on her. Mhm. Um and honestly, the kid hasn't said it work her eyes are wide, her mouth is just open, but you don't think she's seeing anything. Yeah. Like, she's, her, her eyes are open, like, she's aware of the world, but you don't think she's really aware of it. Like, she's she's seeing it without being conscious of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Iarna turns, and the remaining, the other four members of the guard fall in behind her. And they start running. And as they're running, you watch as Addy seems to trip on something. Okay. And then another spray of blood and Addy drops dead. You see a moment as Roarin looks back at you. And you see fear in their eyes. They they honestly don't know what to do. They, they've, there's been there's no training for a moment like this. Yeah. What do you do when the thing that's killing you is invisible, completely invisible? You aren't even seeing footprints. There's enough blood around that there should be footprints at this point. You're not seeing footprints. Yeah. And then the sky starts to darken. There are storm clouds rolling in. But they're not rolling in like a normal storm storm. They're gathering from all sides and coalescing at a point directly over the city. Okay. It doesn't uh, go pitch black. You can still see. But it's, you know, that deep dark of, like, the thunderstorm that's about to unleash everything.
1: Yeah. Uh, I would like to point out that it is at this point that Shay is, abs like, Almost one hundred percent suspecting um, an intentional magic attack, which is probably like obviously what's going on here. But I just want you yeah. and the the listeners to know that that oh, is for sure. that is what's going through Shay's head at this moment.
0: Good, good. I would I would hope so. I, I would hope that Shay is starting to put things together. So what does Shay do, having witnessed the skies that these, these clouds rolled in, and now two of their squad are dead? And they have many, they've barely gotten ten feet from where they started. Honestly, from the positions of things, Addy could have tripped on the thing that killed Farron. Yeah. You don't know how many creatures there are. You don't know where they are. What does Shea do for their squad with an enemy they can't see?
1: Um, so their original intention was to have their squad escape the city while they went to investigate the explosion. But at this point, honestly, they just freeze because there's there's too many things that need their attention at once and they're they're kind of like kind of frozen in that moment of not knowing what to do and not being not not having an answer for any of the things because it's like if if any one of these things was like an easy answer like oh if they if their their squad if their squad was being attacked by something like physical that they could see they would go back up their squad regardless of what else was happening because that's that's the the like problem that can be solved. That's what you do. Exactly. Like that's the problem that can be solved at this point, but as of right now, they see three disasters happening and they have no clue how to stop any of it or how to help anyone. So they kind of just freeze and they're staring at their their squad as they're continuing to escape the city.
0: Um, Leowyn looks back at you. And all you see in this redhead child's eyes is pure, unbridled terror. And you almost see her mouth the word, please. And honestly Kirsten you reminded me of this yeah there's a visual parallel there that I didn't even mean to have happen Shay has a sister that looks exactly like that
1: yeah and that's I feel like in that moment because Shay has Shay doesn't know what they can do right now right like they feel like they Mm. are helpless in every way shape and form they cannot help their squad. They can't help uh, Le'Win because their squad is helping Win. Like, that's their, their... Them being there is not going to help laywin Mm-hmm. They can't help with the explosion. They have no idea what happened there. They have no idea what's going on there. They can't help with whatever this storm is. The only thing that they feel like is even remotely in their control is now, like, seeing that visual parallel is their sister. So, the... Um, essentially, they, they look at Lei win and kind of mouth, I'm sorry. As they begin to almost cry, but not quite. Um, because like I said, usually their training kicks in first, and then the what the fuckery of it all happens later, but there is no training for this, like you said. So it's the overwhelming nature of I was not prepared for this there is no there's no training that could have prepared me for this and then the what the fuckery of it kind of hitting them that's that's breaking down their shield of because they're usually very good in a crisis but this is mm-hmm. not the kind of thing they were, ex- they were expecting um, and they turn on their heels and run back towards their parents house
0: what's your armor class
1: 14.
0: That doesn't hit. You feel something slash through your cloak.
1: I, I I don't even flinch. Like, literally at this point, just... Ileana is the only thing on their mind.
0: So as you run south back towards your house, um, you are watching... People just drop in these grisly, painful-looking deaths. Um, but in, alt- in actuality, they these deaths are very efficient. Like they're they they're all very similar. they all they all seem to be quick, efficient one-strike kills. As if whoever's, whoever or whatever is doing the killing is not reveling in this. They're not taking their time. They're not playing with their victims. They're just killing. Um, there's a flash of lightning. And in that briefest moment... Roll me perception.
1: Oh, shit.
0: I'll give you advantage.
1: Thank you. That made it better. Um eighteen.
0: You see something silhouetted on a rooftop ahead of you. This is not a, this, this road is not a straight line. Like this road weaves a little bit down the edge of the river. hmm And this thing it stands like it's humanoid. It's got two legs, a body, and a head, but sprouting from that body is this... For this particular one, five just long, lanky arms that don't end in hands, but in sharp, bladed spikes. And it crouches you see it go from standing to crouching on this rooftop and then the lightning has gone and as your eyes adjust to that flash when you look back whatever it was isn't there anymore fuck but you saw that yeah the flash of lightning didn't illuminate anything else just that and so now you've reached. Do you? Does that make you stop or do you continue?
1: Oh no, Shay's continuing. Like absolutely. Interesting. Like you that's, reach the like point. They, you
0: reach the market where the mirror stall was. Okay. And this time, do you? Do you look? Do your suspicions make you look?
1: Maybe a glance, but not not enough to slow me down.
0: Right next to you, to your left, because the mirror's on your right, to your left, there is this pale, drab, smooth-skinned, bipedal humanoid, six feet, six, seven feet tall, with a hand raised to slash, its fingers ending in claws, and it's swinging for you.
1: Stop making me fight Slenderman.
0: Can I get a dexterity saving throw
1: Fuck off Yes
2: You're
0: up against a 17
1: Well then it's a good thing That I rolled an 18
0: You just barely duck under The, sw- the swing Do you retaliate or are you just gonna keep running Keep running it doesn't even break your stride. You just kind of duck and run. Um,
1: very, very Matrix. Just-
0: but you've now seen one of these things. But you saw—you didn't just see the one. You saw multiples. Shit. These are the things that are killing everyone. Yeah. You just can't see them normally. Mm-hmm. Um. A little further, and you reach. Um, the Roselock family front door and there's blood splattered on the door and the door is wide open um, and standing brave as she possibly can for having no fangs anymore in that doorway fur hackles all the way up tail fluffed up as big as it possibly can get hissing, yowling is Fang and gosh darn it that looks like blood on her claws but not necessarily human blood you wouldn't even really call it blood at a first glance it looks more like goop and it rapidly fades from sight okay and by god is that cat terrified but she's doing her best. She's standing her ground. She's protecting her home. Yeah. She she relaxes a mo- for a little just a moment when she sees you. There's almost an acknowledgement in her eyes that you aren't a threat. Mm-hmm. She twitches her head to the left and yowls, and then jumps forward past your shoulder. What do you do?
1: So, Does she jump? So I'm sorry, might I'm having trouble visualizing this. Is she jumping in front of me?
0: So she's jumping from the door frame in front of you.
1: Okay. Past you. Past me, out of the house. Yes. Okay, I'm going in.
0: You don't even stop to look at what she's jumping for.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I probably like I look in the direction of like where she's jumping. You you from. turn
0: to see her and she's got her claws dug into something that you can't see, and she's biting at it, and scratching, and just doing everything she can. The cat can see these things.
1: Good guard, kitty.
0: Because after all, the cats see the things that live behind the refrigerator.
1: Please don't say that. I have a cat and a refrigerator. I'd (laughs) rather not.
0: So what does Shay do?
1: Um. They. There's a
0: target that you know where it is.
1: That is true. Um.
0: And I th- I think Shay is tactical enough no, that, I think that me admitting that doesn't like give you too much.
1: No, I think that that I think that you're right. Like that that's something that Shay would notice. Um I think they're to all of our listeners' greatest surprise going to draw their bow.
0: At close range? Yes.
1: Because they I'm going to say no. Oh, okay. That bow's say, not strong. The, the the goal of that was essentially to fire off one shot without actually engaging. Um, so if you're not going to allow that, then I think they will would... I'm going to
0: say you're in... The doorway's too tight. And That's that fair. bow isn't strong. When you're on duty, that bow is more for display than functionality.
1: Okay. Um, it would take you
0: an entire turn... To string that bow.
1: In which case, uh, they're just going to reach for uh, their dagger and they're going to throw it and they're going to run into the house. Because they want to try and disable this thing as much as possible, but they're also here for a reason.
0: Please roll to hit. And I will not give it disadvantage because you actually do know where the target is.
1: Okay. Nineteen.
0: Nineteen? That's a hit. Roll for damage. Seven. There's almost a screech. And whatever this thing is, shoves Fang off. And Fang drops to the ground fairly awkwardly. Like, she gets right back up, but she, she kind of shakes her left rear leg a little bit. Yeah. Like, that impact hurt. She wasn't expecting to be dropped to the ground like that. Mm-hmm. Um roll perception, please
1: seventeen.
0: You hear crying from inside the house.
1: Can I tell whose crying it is?
0: It is the crying of a child.
1: Uh, I follow to wherever it is because that's the whole reason I'm here.
0: Um, You follow it to the kitchen where the crying is coming from inside a cabinet. But in front of that cabinet lying in a pool of blood is Shay's father. who clearly shoved his daughter in that cabinet and stood his ground against an enemy he could not see. But it does appear that his weight has kept the cabinet door shut. Okay. It also doesn't sound from the cry. You're also starting to hear words now. Dad, let me out, please. It doesn't sound like Shay's sister knows what's happened yet.
1: Okay.
0: And I'm going to leave that up to you to play that out.
1: Okay. Um, they're obviously frazzled and freaking out, but um, they approach the cabinet and they they knock very, very gently and say, Hey, Yana? Yana? It's me. Shay? It's Shay. Shay, Hi. is that you? Yes. What's going on? It's okay. Hey, I'm going to open this cabinet, but I need you to promise me I need you to close your eyes right now, Okay. Close your eyes and do not open them until I tell you. Okay.
0: You hear the the frazzled panting of a nervous child, and then a quick rustling, and then
1: okay. Uh, so they open the cabinet and, like, how
0: did you did you move your father?
1: Yes, like not like move move, but like sh- like scooch just enough to get the cabinet open.
0: Okay, you open the cabinet door. And there's Ileana, like, fetal position, rocking back and forth, hands over her eyes, just squeezing them shut, trying to block out the world, because that's what her big sibling told her to do, and she's gonna listen, because she's terrified. And she doesn't know what's going
2: on.
1: Um, Shay is going to, um immediately like reach out and um kind of give Ileana instructions to like help her out of the cabinet-ish. Um so like asking her to take their hand and like scoot towards the beginning of the towards like the front of the cabinet and they're like gonna scoop her up and like carry her over their shoulder. Give me a strength check. And then just run, essentially. Ah I just dropped it into a mug. Why is there a mug on my floor, you ask? Don't don't ask that. Just don't. It's easier when you don't. Uh <laughs> Oh baby. Uh eighteen.
0: You've got you've got Ileana, you've scooped her up. Um What do you, what's your course of action? What are you gonna do?
1: Um Essentially, Shay is just kind of trying their best to comfort her and, like, sound calm when they are not calm. Um, and they make a beeline for the door. And Can
0: you roll me persuasion? And I'm going to give it disadvantage because Shay is not calm.
1: That's true. <sighs> so, um... This one looks like this, right? Right. Uh huh. And and this one looks like this.
0: Did you roll two crits?
1: I did. I rolled a uh, critical success uh, and a critical fail. No. And ironically I mean, enough, I, mean, I
0: feel really bad for you as a player. But like, oh my god, that's perfect narratively for me to work with.
1: Ironically enough, though, uh, the the one that was the crit fail was the fuck die, which is very fun. <laughs> so
0: that's awesome, actually. Um, so in your your what what are the words you're using? So so to play this out.
1: Um essentially they're just kind of like repeating little things like they're they're very clearly just like stammering their way through it and just kind of like it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay just breathe just breathe it'll be over soon i promise i'm gonna get you to safety i promise i will not let you go
0: you say that and Ileana shifts and one of her hands drops to your shoulder which means her eye isn't covered, and I imagine you're walking forward because you need to see where you're going because it's dark.
1: Yes, um, and
0: she's probably a- facing behind you, isn't she?
1: Mm-hmm. And when she does that, um, Shay so just for a
0: split second, Ileana sees. She doesn't see your your dad's face, but she sees the shadow, and she sees the
1: puddle. Um, Shay Shay. Like immediately, as soon as she uncovers her, like she, like they can tell when when she uncovers her eyes, and essentially just just mm-hmm. like, no, hey, keep keep your eyes closed, okay? I didn't, I just don't open them yet. Keep them closed.
0: You hear another crack of like, like you actually hear the lightning. And uh. And then not even. A second later, the entire city shakes with the thunder.
1: Um, I, I,
0: and through a through the window, through the kitchen window, you see illuminated. You you have a decent view of Middle Bridge, like the actual bridge itself. Mm -hmm. You see standing. On the railing of the bridge, that that wall, that walled stone of the bridge, you see another of the creature you saw on the rooftop. This one only has four of those weird spiky hand arm things. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one's, but this one seems taller
2: mm-hmm.
0: than the last one did.
1: What's Shay doing? Um. They're, they're just running. They're, they're running out of Which the house. Direction? Um, they're going to run east. Because that seems to be the quickest way out of the city. If that's not the quickest way out of the city, then they're going to run the quickest way out of the city.
0: So, you step out of the house. And this is what you couldn't see from while, while you were in the house. Uh, because of the direction of the windows. You step out of the house. And it's still dark. The clouds are still really dark. Um, But there's now an orange tinge to the sky. That lightning strike was a lot closer than you thought it was. You didn't actually see the lightning strike illuminating things. You saw the reflection of it on the clouds. The lightning strike was to the east. And now the east part of Middlebridge is on fire. And it's spreading fast. Fast. This fire doesn't seem natural. It's, it's growing far faster than any fire should. And not only is it eating away at wood, but it is eating away at stone. Whole buildings are crumbling to ash before your eyes. This fire is not natural. Um. Nothing about this is Natural.
1: After, like, pausing for a moment again, like, kind of assessing the situation, um, Shay is very, like, extremely flustered. They are are not, by any means, calming Ileana at this point, and they just essentially, like, scream, God damn it, Yana, close your eyes! And then just start running like as whatever Which the direction? quickest way out whatever the quickest way out of the city is cuz i i know that they would know this and i as a player don't i would assume it's east so, but if it's north then east is on fire oh South east is on is where fire the
0: bridge is and the bridge has one of those creatures on it then north then north it is. now you're going back to where your team was killed
1: yes and i i again because i did want to regroup with them outside of the city still um because I have to like kind of hope that they may that at least at least Yarna made it out of the city with um Lewin. Um so that that's what Shay is hoping at this point. Um so that's Shay's objective is to get to um I would assume that that they have an evacuation plan of some sort, at least like the guard probably does. Um, at least a mild one, you know, um, a
0: mild one, but invasion was never,
1: invasion inv- was never, the, the a, plan was
0: never, it inv- was never an invasion like this. The anticipation no. was an invasion that came by the river.
1: Yeah. So the, um, but the, the, um, what you call it there? There should still be like a muster point that I think they would have set for if invasion did come by the river, the, the muster point would be out in the, out in the forest and mm-hmm. I feel like that is the direction in which Shay directed them and mm-hmm. where Shay has faith that Yarna would take Lewin because that is, that is the best place to regroup. Okay. Um, so that is where Shay is heading is to so you head north a muster point in the, the north. River. And
0: you get back to where Farron's body lies And then you look towards the direction where the rest of the team was going, and you see the bodies of Alakis and Bina crumpled next to each other. Swords drawn. Which means only at least two... well, at at most, only two of your team are left. Yeah. But also you see that that the road, the path they would have taken is blocked. Something caused a building to crumble into that road.
1: Is there another way?
0: Not easily. For
1: me to get around.
0: Not while carrying. Not while carrying your sister. The only way forward is towards the bridge. Where there is a road out of town.
1: Then that's where I'm headed.
0: In an official road. You head that way.
1: I will find a way you, around to the muster point get, after I get, get out get of to town. You get to the foot of the
0: bridge and you find an incredibly bloodied Roarin and Iarna standing their ground back to back. Little Lewin clinging to Iarna's leg, a trail of blood running down her face from a, from a open wound on her forehead. It looks as if a piece of rock hit her pretty hard. She doesn't seem very aware. She's crying and clinging on for life. And you see your two remaining members, their two remaining members of your squad, swinging blindly, hoping they hit something, anything, that comes close. You've actually never seen Iarna afraid before, but right now, oh boy, she's terrified. You also see that the road out of town... Is pile is being guarded by another one of those creatures, the ones you can see. Okay. And it's stalking, closer and closer and closer.
1: Um. So. It's
0: dropped to the point where it's walking on its hind legs and two of those long, spiky arms. Another three kind of swinging around, idly testing the air.
1: So at this point, um, I think Shay is going to set Ileana down, um, with Lewin. Um. And, uh. So... Essentially, they have this like really quick little, like, not heart to heart moment, but like a little, like a quick little, little aside to try and keep the keep both girls calm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, essentially, they kind of look at Ileana and they say, Hey, Yana. Can you do this for me? Can you can you hold on to her? Don't let her go. Hold her tight. You are the big kid here, okay? I believe in you. You've got this. And then they just kind of like look over at Leywin and they say, "This is my little sister. She is the strongest, most capable person I know. okay? I trust uh-huh. her with my life.
0: Lewin looks at you, and she doesn't recognize you. You can see it. There's no recognition in those eyes.
1: Shay just kind of, like, stammers.
0: She looks dazed. Her eyes aren't focusing. She's afraid. She's disoriented. And then you realize there's a puddle of vomit at her feet.
1: Shay just just kind of stammers and looks at her and goes, it's going to be okay. I'm going to get you out of here. I'm going to get us all out of here. And then they turn and they face the thing that they can see. And they, um, how fast is the thing moving? Do I have time to string my bow?
0: Right now it's kind of sauntering.
1: Also, how far is it?
0: Right now it's about 70 feet away.
1: Do I have time to string my bow? Yes, you do. Then I'm going to. Okay.
0: Um, it stops and watches you. And it has these sunken but glowing yellow eyes deep in a face that clearly, and now that you see it closely, it looks like it's made of mud holding bone together. Mm. And it's dark. It's very dark. You see it now in the way that f- the f- light of flames glints across its t- quite truthfully moist, damp skin, and it stops and it speaks.
2: Back. These ones are mine.
1: Shay. And nothing
0: visual happens. Yeah. But perhaps perhaps this creature commands the things that are invisible.
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of the assumption that I'm coming to. Um, regardless, um, as soon as their bow is strung, Shay's gonna draw.
2: Okay.
0: Go ahead. Roll a hit twenty
1: two.
0: That hits roll for damage
1: nine.
0: And now it's time to roll initiative
1: seventeen.
0: Okay. Um, so seeing you shoot an arrow, you don't even realize it until it happens. But little Ileana has pulled her dagger out.
1: That's my girl.
0: And she throws it, and it hits. Honestly? Because the creatures actually come closer. He took the arrow and he started coming closer. Yeah. He's right on the end of that range. Then little Ileana hits him in the shoulder.
1: Honestly, Shay. Shay is only surprised in the fact that.
0: And she does max damage. Fuck
1: yeah. Shay is only surprised in the fact that they weren't expecting Ileana to actually engage in combat because Ileana just
0: threw away her only weapon.
1: mm hmm Because while she's like while they know that she's trained, she's never, like, actually been in a combat situation, so they weren't expecting it. But they like even though this is like a high stakes people are dying situation, they have like a little moment where they're kind of proud.
0: So I'm gonna give you some some pointers on how this combat's gonna play out. Okay. On your turn, okay, you can ready actions for the other NPCs in this combat. Okay, of which there are three.
1: Okay,
0: Rowarin, Iarna, and Iliana. Okay, if you give them a direction on their turn, they will take it on theirs. Okay. Um. If you don't give them a direction, I will decide what they will do. Okay. Um, next up is the creature. Okay. And it lunges forward. It almost jumps. It, it just takes a couple really long strides until it's only 30 feet away from you. Mm-hmm. It's Roarin's turn. And they draw their short sword. And they charge up. And they roll to hit. And... Hit they do. You got a good team right now. They're actually doing damage. Iarna finishes off... Our combat round. You started it.
1: Okay.
0: I wasn't going to give you two turns in a row, even though you did roll best. That felt a little that, jump in the gun on and the combat. that makes sense, though. So you do start the round. Yeah. But the round started when you made your your attack.
2: Okay.
0: Um, and Iarna actually doesn't attack. Iarna strings her longbow. Okay and drops to a knee and knocks an arrow and just holds it. She's readying an attack.
1: Yeah, that that's for if the
0: creature makes a move on RN.
1: That's smart.
0: Those are the criteria for this ready to attack.
1: Okay. That's that It's Shay's turn. That's what I would have recommended. So, um Shay's Shay's going to like knock another arrow and, and fire again. Okay, roll the hit. 18
0: That hits roll for damage.
1: 8 Okay.
0: Um are you going to give any of your teammates a command? Um You can do any you can do any you could do any individual of them, you can do all of them. It doesn't it's up to you.
1: I think for right now I'm I'm gonna hold and we're gonna see.
0: Okay. Um next in the sequence is Ileana. Okay. Um and she reaches down and she picks up a rock and she chucks it. Okay, and Roarin takes four damage. Um, she actually manages to hit Roarin in the back of the knee, knee with this rock, uh, and Roarin goes down. They they fall to a knee. They're hurt pretty bad. They're not doing very well. Honestly, you don't you don't think they have much fight left in them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's it's not it's not looking good for Roar. Um it's the creature's turn. And the creature Well, let's see if I hit first. I'm going to say that hits. It's an out 20. This creature lunges forward and with two of its arms pulls Rowan into an embrace and with the other three, stabs into them.
1: Jesus fucking Christ.
0: And Rowan is dead. Damn it. You watch Rowan go limp in the creature's arms. It's Yarna's turn, and seeing her comrade die, she loses an arrow. That arrow hits, deals damage. It's Shay's turn. What's she
2: doing?
1: (sighs) Um, is there any chance of escape?
0: Roll me survival.
1: Well, shit eleven.
0: The only thing you can think of in this moment is the river. The way out of I, the city is blocked. The only thing you can think of is the river.
1: The we're on we're on Northbridge right now, right?
0: You are on the foot of Northbridge. The river's right behind you.
1: Okay, and then Northbridge is wooden. Correct. Yes it is. Um would I be able to like
0: And now here's the thing, I need you to play as in the moment Shaywood.
1: Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying though. I would Disregarding, yes, I
0: Disregarding
1: Yes, oh I know. I know. I'm just saying okay. would
0: I'm just, I'm just putting that out there.
1: Would I be able to break off a piece of this bridge?
0: Not easily. As we've established, North Bridge is the newest bridge.
1: Is there, like, a large... wood's
0: in really good shape.
1: Is there, like, a large piece of rubble around that I could use to, like, put a crack in it before I try to pull it off?
2: No.
0: Damn it. So, it's elven architecture. So, unlike a real-world bridge, which would be wooden bridge, which would be planks... Mm Mm-hmm. It almost seems like it's one piece of wood, almost a tree that was grown into a bridge. Yeah. Or maybe two trees, one on either side, that were grown together because as the frame of the, tr- the the bridge, the railings towards the middle, almost look like branches intertwined. <sighs> now keep in mind, you your turret is tech is officially done within six seconds.
1: Yeah, I. So my initial thought was to break off a piece of the bridge and essentially not throw the children in the river, but like throw the children in the river uh, and use the wood as a flotation device um, of sorts, you know, (sighs) but if that's not an option, is there anything else around that I see that could work as a flotation device? Fuck. No. Um,
0: And honestly, even if there were, you've just seen what that thing can do.
1: Yeah. How fast is the current?
0: It's moving pretty fast. Not like... It's not unswimmable.
2: Okay. It
0: it's it's it would be could be swum by someone with a pretty with, a, with an average level of swimming with some difficulty, okay. but they could do it. An expert swimmer would probably be okay. Someone with next to no swimming experience would probably be in big trouble.
1: Do you think that Shay, given their athletics training, would be able to? Well, I think
0: Shay would probably. Shay, Shay would probably be in the, the the top category there.
1: The question is though, would Shay be able to navigate the river with two children?
0: Keep in mind right now you still have another ally.
1: That's true. Um I think right now they're going to they're going to attack again, they're going to shoot, but that's kind of the okay, way out roll hit. that's kind of the way out that they're seeking at the moment 20 dirty 20
0: roll for damage
1: seven
0: let me do some mathy math really quick hmm it's bloodied it's, it's taken a not insignificant amount of damage. Are you giving any directions to Ileana or Iarna?
1: Um, so Ileana is Shay's little sister. So reasonably, I feel like I would know what her swimming ability is. Yes. How would you classify her swimming ability?
0: Her swimming ability would be described as strong, but keep in mind she's twelve. That's true. Um and therefore she falls in the better end of average. Okay. So she'd have some difficulty, but she could she could probably do it.
1: I I think that in this moment, um, Shay is going to essentially shout, Yana, the river, and kind of hope that Ileana gets what they're kind of hinting at, um, which is, I don't know, based on how well they know each other, I feel like she probably would, but essentially... Yeah. They're, they're, they're trying to get Ileana to save herself um, mm. while uh, they stay back and help defend Leywin with Yarna.
0: So you give that direction and Ileana, bless her little heart, grabs Leywin's hand.
1: I did, I told her not to and, let go.
0: And pulls the younger child towards the bridge. Further onto the bridge. And Iliana is now out of combat. She is disengaged and she's far enough away that there is no attack of opportunity. which means it's the creature's turn. And the creature takes Roarin's body, rips it apart, and throws a piece of it at each you and Iarna. So I'm gonna do this as two strength checks, one die for each of you. does a 14 hit.
1: That's uh, my exact armor class, so that's up to you.
0: That rolls in your favor.
1: Thank
0: you. Um, You actually, you managed to step aside and dodge um, Roarin's legs. Uh, However, Iarna is not so lucky and gets hit with uh, Yarn's upper half and staggers backwards over the edge of the bridge. There's a splash, and you get nothing more.
1: Can I? Can I look to see if she resurfaces?
0: You're not close enough to the edge of the bridge to see over the edge.
1: Okay. Um, can I?
0: It's your turn.
1: Can I use my turn to disengage and check over the bridge? You can. Can I see her? You're gonna check over the bridge first? That's first, yeah.
0: Okay. You go to the edge. You don't see
1: her. Shit. Um then I I Are Ileana and Lewin still on the bridge? They are. I However,
0: at the exact moment that Yarna went over the edge. Lightning struck the west, the east, the, the west bank side of the bridge. Fire is rapidly climbing up the length of the bridge towards you, towards you all. There's now fire, the river, or the monstrosity.
1: Can I grab onto the girls and essentially just jump in the river? Yeah.
0: Give me a strength check. A disadvantage. And are you dropping your weapons to do this?
1: Yes. Anything that's in my okay. hands. Like, if, if I've got a weapon still on my hilt, like, it's fine. Like, I'm on my belt, whatever. It's I, I'll, swim, I'll swim with it on. I'm not, like... I'm not taking the time to just, like, take everything off. But any weapons that were in my hands completely drop to the ground. Okay. Um 11.
0: You manage to get a firm hug around Iliana and you get a hand on Win's forearm as you jump. They both come go with you. Give me athletics when you hit the water. Actually, no. Give me Constitution as you hit the water.
1: Uh, saving throw or just a check? Saving throw. A disadvantage or just regular? Regular. Seventeen.
0: You're okay. The water's cold, though, and you are imme- you immediately feel yourself being pulled downstream. Okay. Towards the north, towards the ocean. Um, Granted, you are probably several days by river from the ocean still.
1: Yeah, I I feel like I'm going to swim with the current. Because that's the fastest way to get out of here.
0: Give me athletics.
1: Uh, Disadvantage because I'm holding on to two children, I figured. Yep. 10
0: you go to take your next stroke and you feel and it, it's, it's this prolonged moment of you're just grasping with your fingers trying to regain your grip and lay slips away from you pulled away by the current
1: I try to swim faster in order to keep up with her.
0: Okay, give me another athletics check.
1: I'm assuming disadvantage still applies.
0: Still disadvantaged.
1: Nine.
0: You're still holding on to Iliana, but you're not. You're not gaining any ground. <sighs> um. Are you looking only downstream, or are you, or are you looking back upstream at all?
1: Um, definitely glancing behind me to make sure that nothing is following us.
0: So you don't... You, you, you see the creature standing on the edge of the bridge, and then slink away back into the city. Um, roll me perception. And I'm going to give a disadvantage on this, since, you know, there's water everywhere you're being pulled away, you are not being able to focus your energy on looking around.
1: Mm, Thirteen.
0: Thirteen? There's definitely some debris in the water up ahead.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Some downed trees. Just general river debris. um, But you're coming up on it fast
1: okay um is there anything for me to latch onto any roots? any um there are okay uh i'm gonna hold tight give to iliana and then
0: uh reach for a root. give me athletics disadvantage shit six you manage to grab the root and you're holding on you're holding on so tight and it breaks and in that moment of reaction because the brain has a def- that default setting yeah. there's a moment where your other arm loosens just for half a second and Ileana starts to slip And you feel her grab on tight to your leg. You are no longer holding her. She's holding on to you. And we're going to cut away.
1: Fuck, dude.
0: And from there, we will rejoin the rest of the party in the next episode.
1: All right. That was. With the
0: audience. A lot. Knowing full well what has happened to Shay
1: Roselock. For the most part. For the most part.
0: There's a lot I'm still leaving up for discovery later. Yeah. But this is one event that I wanted you to be able to play through.
1: No, for sure.
0: And the audience to experience with you. I hope you guys enjoyed this wonderful, special episode of This Spell's Disaster. Um, Hopefully, this is the kind of thing we can continue to do as the narrative progresses and give these moments where we delve into our characters' backstories. Um, And honestly, I have no idea if the rest of the party will listen to this episode or not. That is going to be entirely up to them. Um, We'll see. Kirsten, do you have anything you want to say before we go ahead and wrap this episode up?
1: Um, I don't think so. This was really cool. I like this idea. I am very interested to um, see what the... Other characters' episodes turn out like whether we decide that we're not listening to them while the campaign's going on, I I will still listen to them at some point. So mm-hmm. very excited to see how that goes.
2: Yeah,
0: and I, I know. I know this one was a lot. This was there was a lot of trauma in this one, um, and I want the audience to know that Kirsten and I talk have talked about this this narrative extensively. Yeah, for a couple of years now.
1: Yeah, uh, um, I want because in the
0: first D anD D campaign I played with Kirsten, Ileana was. Their player character.
1: Yeah. My, um... And Shay
0: was an NPC backup character sheet that was built. I found the original character sheet for Shay Did today. you really? I found That's it. That's
1: so yeah. funny. Okay, so, actually, so, Iliana was my first D&D character ever, which I think is really cool. Um, and... W- like I did not write her backstory at all to start with. I was just like she's a rogue and she steals shit. Um, and then eventually, uh, we were a campaign full of beginners, so none of us wrote backstories. And eventually, Nathan got on our asses about writing backstories. And when I did, um, I came up with the character of Shay um, and their relationship with Iliana and. Literally, I think I recall messaging you as soon as I wrote Shay into existence. And I was like, damn it, can I switch characters? Because I like Shay so <laughs> much better than Ileana.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> and, remember that message, yes.
1: Yeah. And they were like, uh, no, maybe if she dies. Um, but then they invited me to play... Aurelian again and I was like can I play Shay now so I'm really excited to be playing Shay and I'm really excited that you guys got to know Ileana a little bit as as a baby child she's very different as an adult but aren't we all
0: So yeah, this the, to be clear, this was this was trauma that Kirsten agreed to experience tonight. This, this, is, was, this is consensual and trauma. And we, we revamped some things. We, we, we discussed pretty extensively before we recorded this episode um, some changes that were going to be made to the backstory for narrative drama purposes um, to make things more engaging for an audience. Um, and I'm just really grateful we were able to get through it. And honestly, in a pretty respectable amount of time, too, um, I have a feeling we're probably coming in at just about two hours on the episode right now. Um, and that's not counting anything that gets cut out. Yeah. So I think we did a pretty good job tonight. I think and so, too. I, I really look forward to seeing how this episode turns out and how this impacts the campaign. Um, I have a suspicion that some of the events that we just covered in this episode may may come back in the very next episode.
1: Oh, I see.
0: I, I see I I may I may plan some things every now and
1: then. Yeah, you know, just a little bit. Um
0: Alrighty everyone. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back to you soon with another episode of this spell's disaster fresh for your ear holes in two weeks. Look forward to seeing you then. Oh, before I forget, we are available online. Uh, our socials are at DD Disaster Pod on the Instagram and the TikTok. Um We've been doing a pretty decent job posting lately. I actually, right before recording this session, recorded the um, uh, a reel that's supposed to go up tomorrow for when we recorded this. Um, it's going to be a cu- couple weeks ago for you guys listening to this. Um, so that was fun. I, I did that. That was the first time I showed up on camera for this show.